Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. Got a couple. Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, in the books, it's like they're all exes. True. No, not Lee Forrester. He's not with any of them. He's not with Lee Forrester. He was. Yeah, it's just an ex. That's, an that's ex. the definition. There's, he an, never broke up with them, so technically ex. they're still together. Not an ex-ex. I thought you meant ex. Like ex-man. No. Double I X. meant he's got all the exes and that, like, he's alone. He's got an ex sure. that's not an ex. Yeah. Just one. Welcome to this bonus issue of X-Men. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. And today we're going to be going over all new X-Men issue 25. And it's a bonus episode because it's a 30-page issue, but it doesn't really fit in with anything else. So Did you count these or did it just And say? also, it's not even a 30-page issue. It's like 29. Ads. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just yeah. the number at the top. And I rounded up. I thought, you know... I didn't know I was with the page number Nazi. Oh, I, I know what you did, but I'm saying Marvel Unlimited decided it's 29. You don't know if there's a page missing. <laughs> right with <laughs> it, considering them. Yeah. <laughs> because, shout out again, Marvel Unlimited, fuck you, you done goofed. Devin's mad at you. Yeah. yeah I'm you, not, though. I love you, Marvel Unlimited. Even though you're the only <laughs> one who read the actual physical book. You don't know that. Which you're is, holding it. You're also the out of the three of us. You're definitely the one who's the. I mean, you're you're digital. Devin's trades, and I'm single issues. Oh no, I'm trades. Yeah, he's trades too. Except he's illegal digital. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also crazy that Eat you're that you're praising Marvel Unlimited. Not true. Support your local comics. What are you talking about? It's not like they sponsor us. If anything, we're hey, gonna get a cease and desist tomorrow. Trying. Maybe I'm trying. Go spend money at comic book stores. No, I read digital. You no, know, spend money on our tea public. Yeah. Then if you have anything left, I mean, I guess a comic book store. So I don't have to flip pages here. That's why I normally read digital. I buy it all in trades. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with that. Uh, that it's is hard to find a trade of this one issue. So yeah. I can understand why you I would just the get the one issue. I don't know why I bought the singles of this, though. I don't know. Like, I, uh, timing? Dumb decision. Are you Were you buying it concurrent? Yeah, well, yeah, I bought all these singles, but this was during my time period while I was getting subscriptions from Marvel, so I think this came in the mail. Oh, this came in the mail. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. You were getting it as it was coming out. Like, that's the only yeah. time I really buy singles is when I'm current with the, the run. Otherwise, it's like, yeah, fucking get the trade. Cause well, now I just wait. I just simple. bought Dawn of X Volume 1 through 4. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. Why? Because I didn't buy them yet. Well, you read them. Yeah, well, I want to have them. No, okay. <laughs> I don't know why you guys like the trade paperback so much. I can't stand the, like, I'm trying to read the first issue in the trade paperback and the whole book's trying to fold over on itself. And Oh, yeah, I guess. But, I mean, I'm just comfortable with, like, holding them apart and stuff. It's it's yeah, fine to me. Yeah, hands when I'm reading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or even just the one hand as it's, like, laying on a surface. I don't know. Like, the the physics of reading a book, I feel like, are pretty straightforward. Yeah, unless they're so tightly put together that it's trying to close. Well, then time. you just act like something magical's happening. You bend the shit out of your books. That's no, why no, you're, I'm saying. I'm saying fine. like you know how like in a in a movie or like a scene of a thing where there's like magic happening or yeah. a haunting. Like the Are you book, saying you use magic pages, to read these? No, books? no, the pages of a book just turn. Like when that happens and it's an inconvenience. Like Harry Potter, just a magic. <laughs> magic, yeah. 
if you open the books while you're flexing, like Scott does when he's blasting, you'll be good. <laughs> like on that X cross in there? I'm going to end up ripping all my books in half. <laughs> I think that the trades look sexier on the wall rather than a white box that looks like trash. I like my white boxes. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, I have those too, and they do look like trash. It is becoming a problem. They, they had to... Start putting out like design boxes, boxes so yeah. that people I, would have a reason to buy them, which are like three times as much, and they hold less comics. And, and I, true. I have four or five long boxes and uh, nine short boxes, so it is a problem. Yeah, but I like, but you can like build a fort. I could. Like, you can't build a fort with your fucking trade paperbacks. I mean, also I could. Yeah, if you open up the book and put your head under it, <laughs> it'd just be a small fort. Yeah, it sucks to have to take them out of the bag and board all the time, though. It's like, oh wow, that took me fifteen minutes to read. Now I got to. Well, if I'm gonna it. reread it, I just read reread digitally. Oh, but yeah, if I'm gonna I'm gonna read he, it physical the first time. He's keeping it as a commodity, I guess. Bragging rights. No, I just like having. I like owning a thing and then actually having the thing. You never just again. defined a hoarder. No. It's not old newspapers, except for some of them. <laughs> <laughs> some of them are basically old newspapers. Yeah, they're made out of the same papers. <laughs> but I don't have a cat, so I'm not a hoarder. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> so all new X-Men 25. Uh, basically should have been titled Fuck You Beast. Yeah. Yeah. We're just like, we didn't need this one. What are you talking about? This was a great issue. I love this it issue. It was a good issue, but like... Pointless. We didn't need it. No, we did. The world needed it. <laughs> the world needed it. The world needed it. I just needed the last panel. Uh, all right, so all new X-Men 25 starts with uh, Beast just laying awake in his bed and a weird, creepy dude in he's the shadows. He's contemplating jerking it. Like <laughs> I've seen that look. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've had that look a lot. And that's your, like, I'm so tired and can't sleep, I'm about to jerk it, look. <laughs> yeah. And then suddenly, uh, by the window in the shadows, a figure appears and is like, <sighs> you up? <laughs> you up? <laughs> and, yeah, it looks kind of like Xavier or Cassandra Nova. Yeah. I mean, especially, like, you sort of see a face, actually. And it looks all... in the first one, when the lightning strikes, and then it's uh, shadow forevermore. I think yeah. the reason we're thinking... Cassandra Nova over uh, Xavier is what, how he's dead. Yeah. Well, I was going to say how wrinkly the face is when the lightning strikes. Well, they're twins. Yeah. Yeah. But she's always like more wrinkly because she was like, she's an evolved fetus, basically. Yeah. Aren't she, we was, all? <laughs> she, was, yeah. <laughs> she was strangled in the womb. Also, yeah, I love that. That's a perfectly timed, aren't we all? Yes. <laughs> the definition of a human being is an evolved fetus. <laughs> All right, you're gonna throw. You're gonna strain your elbow, jerking him off. <laughs> We're so far away. <laughs> Got to strain. <laughs> spit off. Spit off my coffee. It's hypertension. Oh man, <laughs> you got one of those claw grabbers. You know no, what's the funny? The dinosaur head one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? I just bought and and I got it because of drawing, but I just bought one of those uh, copper fit compression things. But for my wrist, but like <laughs> so that'll uh, help. But I bought one for my elbow. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do a line assembly, and I worked with this girl who's only like five foot, and she couldn't reach the parts on the line. So I got her that dinosaur head, grabber, <laughs> <laughs> so she could grab the parts. Nice. <laughs> All right, so uh, figure appears, and he's like, "Hey, can't sleep." And he's like, "No, I can't sleep." 
Bedtime story. <laughs> it's like <laughs> he does kind of read him a bedtime story. Basically, Beast is just like, no, I can't sleep. And uh, the figure's like, because of mutation, huh? Like, <laughs> did a lot of experiments to yourself. And he's like, yeah, I mean, that kind of hurts. But it's like, awesome. no, it's mostly just I'm anxious. He's like, oh, you're anxious? What you got to be anxious about? It's like, I just sort of ruined all of time and space, I think. It's like, oh, that's pretty bad, isn't it? Very bad. It's not good. <laughs> you, you don't make good decisions, do you? <laughs> it's like you pulled a Barry Allen. So, By the uh, way, the art's pretty amazing in this. Like, I like so many, like, you basically have four back-to-back panels that's exactly the same, and it's just the shifting of Beast's eyes as he's trying to avoid the figure that's behind him. It's pretty sweet. It's yeah, really dramatic. They did a good job with that. And the lighting, too. Yeah. <laughs> also, he's hiding his dick because he had it out to the church he, before. That's why he's he got his back exactly turned. doing it. He, he was on his back, and then he turned over as he's like, company. Oh! No. <laughs> I'm just sleeping. Threw the blanket over. He, like, closed his laptop and threw a blanket real quick. Yeah. And this figure starts to be like, yeah, well, I'd imagine uh, your conscience isn't so great having broken time and space and ruining the future for all your friends and, con- like, your people. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, you brought them to the... You, Beast, brought... The original X-Men to the present to stop a genocide that wasn't true. Like, it's based on a lie. He's like, you don't know that. It didn't happen. <laughs> so it so could have worked. of himself right here. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, yeah. it didn't happen, did it? <laughs> <laughs> right? It, you know he's sitting there like, you know who I'm not visiting right now? Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> didn't seem needed. You know who I have to visit? You. Which, the person's being a dick, so that's why I'm, I was thinking Cassandra Nova. I wouldn't think Xavier would be this much of a dick, although he probably would. Uh, I was about to say, if you read X- X-Men? Right? <laughs> All of X- any of X-Men? You mean the one who killed the other isn't the dick? He's more, he's <laughs> like, in the womb? Like, this is him going to Beast. Like, Xavier's more all about himself, I think. Yeah, he, but he lives in the universe, and it, yeah, it's but he, time displaced. Though. Even the words here, though, right? Like... It's a person who's clearly disappointed with Beast because yeah. of what they did to others. Cassandra Nova doesn't have that sort of empathy or any empathy at all until uh, X-Men Red. Well, I didn't take it as empathy. I took it as torture. Yeah. Trying uh, to make him <laughs> upset. If it was Xavier, he'd be like, because there's a possibility it could have been like Xavier from the past coming to the future and being like, you stole my children. I was grooming them. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. (gasps) I had so many plans. (laughs) He just turns into fucking Cable with a big-ass gun going into the future to get his kids back. (laughs) I'm picturing Cable in a wheelchair. (laughs) He's got the big gun, but tried to push the wheels forward. When he grabs the gun, he has to let go of the wheel, so he stops, but then he starts going backwards when he's blasting the gun. (laughs) (laughs) I like that his go-to move, though, would be to, like, uh, just spin the wheels, and then as he's, like, gliding, (laughs) that's when he's shooting people. I like, too, the idea that the gun's so big, right? It's like, if he has it on the back and he's trying to back up, it falls, and it, like, just stops him, and he runs into it, or he's trying to move forward, it slips off his lap, and it just works as, like, a, like, it just plants in the ground, and then just hits him in the stomach, like, he can't go forward. Like, it's just a Thing that's stopping his movement too. Important question. It'd be fantastic. Do they make real wheel wheelchairs where you can like go backwards, and as you're going backwards, it's tightening up something. So when you let go, it shoots you. Forward. Oh my god, <laughs> that would be insanely awesome. Because <laughs> he could get one of those. That would be like how it like awesome, but also pointless. You know, because they already yeah. have electric ones that move. <laughs> like They could do like a poorer version of it, like if you don't have insurance. Well, it's like the electric bicycle, right? It's like, you already have motorcycles and mopeds and stuff that are just 
automatic and then you have bicycles that aren't and they're like hey what if we got something that's not as good as either of those <laughs> we got you the bike from pokemon <laughs> and it's like it's kind of both of them yeah that's cool though because then if you run out of gas just pedal the gas station um electric bicycles mm-hmm. battery oh i was talking about a motorized one i mean a gas gas one oh you ever I'm, seen that you slap a lawnmower engine on <laughs> oh there? you're talking about the ones where you like you can start it up by uh, by like cycling it, but they still kind of like run on gas. Like a homemade one, like somebody just bit, built them. Dude, I'm yeah, not riding anybody's homemade motorcycle. Or you could just like have a motorcycle and then be responsible and make sure it has gas in it. Good. Yeah, but what if your meters? Yeah, are but right? when you got ten DUIs and you can't drive a motorcycle, <laughs> like that's all they are loopholes, right? Yeah. Like all these different types of uh, motorized, uh, basically motorcycles. Yeah, like, well, they're bicycles that are motorized motorcycles, but they're not officially motorcycles. So like. You just get away with being a drunk driver and still getting away, like, around using a motor. No, because those laws are super strict. You can't even ride a bicycle They drunk. say motorized vehicle, yeah. Are you sure? No, it's, it's like anything with wheels you can get a DUI on. Charles got one. Or I think <laughs> you got a wheelchair in your truck. You know? <laughs> Sir, we're going to need you to pull over. Or it's like, it's after the fact, right? It's like once you've already had your license revoked. Like, you don't need a license to drive a moped. Or a bicycle or an electric bicycle. So it's like maybe not during the process of having gotten a DUI and that initial judgment of it. But like after the fact when like, oh, you have no license anymore. I think it just depends if the cop wants to be a dick and he can just come at you for being being on a bike drunk. I guess. But like when you see it out there, it's pretty obvious. Like who is riding a bike because I got to ride a bike. Technically, you're not supposed to walk drunk. This is drunk in public. Which is dumb. It's like bars are a thing. What are you supposed to do? Well, it's basically just say don't be a jackass. Right. But I mean, it's like one of those laws where it's like, I mean, well, come on. Yeah, right. Got it. It's a whole thing about. Got the code right here. It's illegal (laughs) to ride a bike under the influence of. (laughs) It says of drink or drugs. That's a weird way to. Dude, but they got whole bars that are group (laughs) bikes. I know. (laughs) Like that's the whole point. (laughs) Like that whole business model is just committing a crime. There's a lot of business models that are just committing crimes. Now I, I kind of just want to know what those are. Uh, Prostitution. <laughs> that was cat nice. burglarly. <laughs> I can't speak right now. Cat burglarly? Stealing shit. That's a business yeah. model <laughs> where it's illegal. Oh, man. You know what else is illegal? Destroying time and space. Should be. And uh, that's what Beast is. It's literally against the law. Getting reprimanded for. So, What's the code for that one? <laughs> You know what's funny? He never brings it up. B should have been like, what's the code for it? <laughs> he has to give him a citation. <laughs> so uh, the figure is telling Beast, and this is part of why I don't, didn't think it was like Cassandra Nova or anything, because they're talking about how it's a privilege to be able to do this sort of thing and like you're abusing a privilege. and Like, I don't know, just like the rhetoric of how they're speaking didn't seem like, like I could see Cassandra Nova trying to be mean and hurtful, but it's more like, you're irresponsible at this point. And it's like, well, obviously. Because you broke. He keeps fucking shot in his face and he keeps doing it. And then they, uh, the figure starts going into like exactly what happens to the, his closest friends, basically. So he brings up Gene and how like Gene was this innocent, like 
like the embodiment of like the future of, of mutant kind, basically. Like she's a poster child of like what the best and brightest could have been. Yeah, all the, the images that they draw of Jean on that page too. She looks like she's like a, a Bratz doll or something like. Yeah, kind of. Like an I mean, innocent kid's toy. That's basically this. This was an art book. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was like let's get all the artists we can on here, and they're just going to do stuff, and then I'm going to try like try to match words to it, basically. But like also not try that hard. What I didn't like, though, is like, and even when that innocence was corrupted by a force greater than her against her own will, like, I didn't like that part where it's like, oh, really? Because we find out later she could have <laughs> broke up with it at any time. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, Rosenberg. Yeah. It's fucking underrated. And I don't even care if, like, people actually, like, love that book. It's still underrated. It should be even higher. It should be even greater. Justin hates that book. Yeah. It was pointless. <laughs> you... I'm, the Rosenberg's run on X-Men? Rise oh, no. of Phoenix? Phoenix Resurrection was pointless. Yeah. Oh! Phoenix Resurrection. Oh. I liked Rosenberg's run on I, I just mean Rosenberg's take on the X-Men. Yeah, it was good. No, I thought that was great. That's making her culpable of everything the Phoenix ever did. It's trash that that's the, the case. Yeah, but you could have did that in a panel. I think it's because we all got honey dick that they are going to bring Cyclops back at that time, and then they didn't. <laughs> your ideal uh, panel for that is they're like, Gene, it's your fault. And she's like, okay. Done. <laughs> but then oh, he always had like, a plan. Sweet. All I needed was one word. <laughs> he always had a plan to bring Scott back, and then like you saw it, and it actually did tie into that. It just took longer than what you know we yeah. wanted. Well, I mean, it could have been a one shot. Realistically, I didn't need all that in her mind yeah. stuff, and like she's I at the diner. I'm like, this is a waste of my time. But there's cool, subtle shit that's happening in there, like the idea that the the Phoenix is a force that's trying to uh, kind of serenade Jean, and like wow her with all like this beautiful world but in reality it is literally destruction incarnate so anytime gene isn't looking at something it's burning to death and as soon as she puts her glance to it like the phoenix power like makes it look like pleasantville so you know i i like that duality of it. i think it's a deep book honestly i mean in, in parts of me are like this is bullshit because it's a gene story and you know not a lot's going on in terms of, like how long it is but at the same time, I think it's clever. It's it's like it's kind of how I feel like about Man of Steel. Man of Steel is actually a really clever movie. That ultimately, I'm like, ah, fuck this, <laughs> Superman. You know, just because you just because you mentioned Pleasantville, though. Do you remember that movie very well? The mom in that movie masturbates a tree on fire. Oh wow, <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, she's like masturbating in the tub when she has an orgasm. A tree lights on fire outside. So that is a. That's Metaphor. the ideal world, I guess. <laughs> that coming burns foliage. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of, uh, in that universe, like, there's almost never a woman orgasm because, like, anytime there is, there's a fucking fire. How? And you said she was, like, in the bath? Yeah. How strong is that metaphor that she comes in water and it's so strong that a bush outside burns? It's the way you said it makes it sounds like she's got a crazy venereal disease. <laughs> With you no, know, it's passion. It's f the, the fire. Is that of, what you call it? Of, like, <laughs> whenever my genitals burn, this is passion because of the passion. No, no, never an STD. <laughs> <laughs> That's not why it burns. <laughs> anyway, so uh, you see, like the history of Gene, basically. And uh, the figure, like, throughout the book is, is mainly, like, it, it's a bunch of, like, word boxes as you're seeing illustrated uh, what he's talking about. And the figure is saying that, like, 
and I get that like you think that you may be bringing Jean to the present uh, is sparing her from all the pain she's going to end up having to suffer in her life. But what do you think is going to happen to her now growing without Xavier's influence, which this is another part where it's it like, horrible. yo, for real, Xavier's what roots her <laughs> to uh, like humanity and goodness. Yeah, I don't think that was the case at all. He helped her learn her powers. But it's the premise, right? And and you see that too. You do see that she's gaining power way quicker than she yeah. historically did. I think the thing that really grounded her was the friendships she made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of really uh, discounted Jean. It took a shit on her. Basically like, oh, but without Xavier, she's evil. Yeah, but also we see that without Xavier, she becomes evil. Like we saw that in um, Battle of the Atom. But I, I wouldn't say that was without Xavier. It's, that was just in the living in that future. Well, exactly. But that is her without Xavier. It's kind of the problem they always have whenever they're writing Jean is they, for some reason, they can't write her by herself. She's always a character that depends on uh, somebody else's story arc. I don't think that's the case. They did a Jean solo book that actually was good later. After this. Yeah, after this. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. Even then, it was it was young Jean. Yeah. And then it was pointless because it did. It was actually leading up to the resurrection uh, and it was leading into a better story that ended up not mattering. Really? And then it was Resurrection, and that wasn't a good right. That was the good part of X-Men Red, too, was that it was actually Jean being able to stand on her own without somebody else being the what drives her story, and then they just kind of go back into that. With, I guess. With the current I run. feel like we're, I don't know. I didn't like X-Men Red. I didn't. I'm not saying it was a fantastic book. I'm saying that was the good part of it. Oh, okay. Oh, no, Namor was the good part of it. Oh. C-Rebro. <laughs> I don't think that was his doing. <laughs> Nibor was barely in that fucking book. Are you still the best part? <laughs> um, he led to C-Rebro. But yeah, no, the Gene book was basically her being like, fine, everyone's saying I'm going to have this run-in with the Phoenix, then I'm going to find a way to beat the Phoenix. And it was like basically her tr- like going to and kind of interviewing all the people who've been touched by the Phoenix to learn how they dealt with it and what to that same book with the but with Xavier. A memoir. Yeah. Another six hundred issue series here. Like when we first started this touched by Xavier book, we weren't expecting us to get to a thousand issues. But anyway, it was basically her trying to create like a psychic arsenal to like it's cool it's like she talked to quentin quentin showed her how to make psychic weapons and shit so did like uh psylocke and and all that it was dope and then like didn't matter at all it was like barely a tie-in so yeah yeah anyway so she gets all evil <laughs> without xavier <laughs> uh she looks sort of like uh madeline Pryor, actually goblin queen yeah it's crazy how they look alike yeah, and she's like, <laughs> you, you just broke down because <laughs> she's a clone. <laughs> For those at home who didn't know, <laughs> they're the same person. Madeline Pryor is a clone of Jean Grey, but also I mean, because like the Goblin Queen's like an evil fucking hell version, and now now this future version of the past Jean. Is like kind of an evil hell version who's like sitting on people who are in the throne of people. Yeah, a throne of naked men. There's um, some women there. Is there? Yeah. Oh yeah, there are. They're at the bottom. 
<laughs> what do you say? Is that like a... No, even Jane's like, know your place. And she put him at the bottom of her chair. I don't know why. That's what she did. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say it was the right thing to do. Justin, you want to get him out of this? Oh, I'm let him sit in it. <laughs> get me out of what? I, I incriminated myself in no way. Yeah, if you got a problem, email Jean Grey. <laughs> I, think, I think women are great. Yeah. Jean Grey doesn't. She's like, you're at the bottom of my chair. Unless it's actually the place that you want to be because, like, Jean farts hit whoever's under her specifically. And they're like, bitch, I'm like the back left leg. I think j- that's just a weird way to stack people. Yeah, because, sure. Because, like, one person... You'd think the heaviest would be at the, the bottom. They need to speak to well, some that cheerleaders. Too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they got a perfect pyramid for to sit on top of. But no, you... All right. Not only do you got, like, the tiny girl on bottom, but the guy's, like, shins are on her shoulders to keep him up. Mm. Well, you know what? Maybe it's because, like, cheerleaders, when they stack bodies on top of one another, they're trying to do it in the most uh, stable, comfortable way, right? And she's like, I don't care about humanity. I want them to suffer. Fucking, you get in the most uncomfortable position possible, and I'm going to sit on you like a chair. So you're saying she built a chair, and she wasn't thinking of comfort. Exactly. Doesn't track. The chair's comfort. It's just to make she doesn't it care about the chair's comfort. <laughs> a chair's not comfortable if it's trying to not fall over. <laughs> it's just to make it look like a throne. I know. <laughs> Getting move, all serious. We can move over. on here to the Cyclops. <laughs> Withdrawn. <laughs> yes. And then he goes, all right, so the mystery man goes on to like, and by the way, what about those of you who fancy themselves the embodiment of an idea, which is like literally speaking about one guy. And it shows Cyclops and his future now because of what Beast has done. And it's to die while flexing. <laughs> yeah. Like, even that, that flex blast in his death. His doesn't make any sense because it kind of is just saying, like, yeah, all you guys just abandoned him. And he goes on to be by himself. Yeah. And fail and be mocked for his failure, even though he's right. Like, basically, that's what he says. Is like, Yeah, they are. <laughs> I've been thinking he might as well, like, get down to Beast and be like, Cyclops was right. Yeah. He says... Because uh, he's speaking about him, but saying you, like, but he's speaking about Cyclops. But he, in all of this, he's like also projecting it to be. So uh, you die knowing you failed to convince the world to open its eyes and look to the future. And like, that's basically, he's like, this is his future now because you were a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fucked up. It's, it's an image of Scott and the ex, like, shooting and burning alive while like a crowd cheers and there's like a no more mutants uh yeah, he's getting burnt like on a cross but it's an x yeah it was like a no more mutant sign um uh, it says mutant terror no more yeah, basically same thing uh there's one extra word in there i am aware <laughs> and i said it twice and i looked at the sign and i was like i'm not gonna correct that and then you were like you know what i'm gonna correct that if i and am now group, it's a thing if i am group can be an entire language then that is a huge difference Okay, <laughs> um, what made me wonder was like about this is this is future Scott though. So what past Scott happened? Like, does he share the same fate? Like, is it just like he's on the chair? Is doomed this past to this Scott growing what? into his future version anyway? Yeah. He's still he's being on the, that guy. He's always gonna be that guy. Yeah, he's on the chair. He's a he's a part of the chair. That's what I'm assuming. <laughs> he's like on the very bottom. Well, you know what part he wants to be. <laughs> he wants his face to be the seat. <laughs> uh, and then in, 
the figure goes on to tell him, like, and he's basically going through all the original X-Men right now. And he's like, and then, you know, for some of you, too, like, you think that, you know, you just have this this mutation under control. And the best of you, like, and the, the kindest of you, like, don't. And it's showing that, like, Bo- even Bobby loses control of his power, which makes sense because I mean, he has Omega-level power. Yeah. He like, kind of grows into that power later, like, and it it makes sense that it could overwhelm him without guidance and support of Xavier. I guess I just meant in general, but you want to give the credit to Xavier. That's on you. That's what they're trying to say. Or that would have made more sense in the gene thing considering, well, maybe he's touching Bobby too. Who knows? No, I, I want to think that it's an Xavier thing because then that's just the figure trying to prove beast, right? That Cyclops was, it's all Cyclops's fault, but this is all on beast. I think first of all, uh, Bendis is just trying to find different adjectives for all of them. So, because I know where you're going to go with, but it's most heroic. heroic. Garbage. <laughs> right. As you want to apply it to Everybody Scott. knows Dazzler is the most <laughs> heroic mutant. <laughs> but I think. Followed only by Namor. I think he's talking about like he has no other feature other than kind and heroism. Like, Scott has another feature in that he's. He's. uh optimistic. They said lighthearted and heroic. Yeah. But, like, doing right for the sake of doing right, like, Scott sort of does right for the sake of his people, mostly. Like, there is doing right because you're supposed, like, it's just the right thing to do, but, like, what is, uh... He saved those humans and got blasted by the Sentinel. Right. I'm saying, what is the, uh, the strongest motivation for his actions? Is the equality of his people. And then there's doing right for the sake of doing right. Like, he's got other factors of his personality sort of battling with, like, what's more important. Whereas Bobby is just sort of one note at this point where he's like, hey, it's the guy who's a hero and he's fun. And so it's like, how do you – because he's got to write disasters for all these people. So, yeah, I I get why he said that, that he's the most heroic. I keep thinking of how there there could have possibly been before, like, Beast was visited. He initially visited Bobby – and was like, so I heard all this was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, the rest of the X-Men were blaming him. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's like, this was your idea to bring them from the past. He's like, Beast no. Brought, <laughs> Beast brought the original X-Men to the present. Bobby, how could you? It's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Also, to what we were talking about, like, think about the, the negative things Scott's done. For his cause, right? I can't think any. <laughs> <laughs> like threatening, like even just like his revolution is just a, a vague threat at this point of just like we will be violent if you keep pushing us. So like Bobby's never even come close to threatening is I guess the point. So like if you have something that detracts, I mean, for example, Jean killed a star system or whatever. So like. She's got a bad side, clearly. <laughs> uh, Warren, as we, we're going to go into, but like, and you know, you know this, this is like Archangel. Beast, we know is a dick. So like, he's just the one that doesn't have, you know, dirt, basically. He cleans off so easy with the, the ice. Yeah. So. I get it, but that's, it's a lie. It's hard to have blood. <laughs> it's a lie. It's hard to have blood on your hands when it just slips right out. And uh, and he goes into like and if that can happen to like the best of you, right, if you could lose control and be destructive to the best of you, what about someone who's already had that 
What about a rich, entitled asshole? <laughs> Who suddenly wants to kill everyone. Yeah. And it shows that uh, the future for Warren is to basically kill the X-Men. To become death all over again. And Captain America. Just... Just, just to make it even. Just so it's not all too bad. And then it shows, like... And that's just, like, the original ones. That, that's what happens to the ones you brought back who have to now grow in this future. What do you think happens to the ones who stay? So it shows, like, Colossus basically becomes a worse cable. <laughs> like, he just becomes a guy who's fighting... He just has a gun. ...and forgets just, why he's even fighting. The, the only similarities I see is the metal arm and the gun. Well, he's on X-Force... He's on Cable and the X-Force at this time anyway, though. So it's sort of like, that's the progression of him. And he's got a sword. Yeah. Does Cable have a sword? Cable doesn't have a sword. No, but he's got weapons. Like, he just becomes like a, a fucking future warrior guy. All right, I'll get, for some reason, you're saying you don't, sword you don't look at that and see how it's sort of like Cable. It's definitely Cable. It's I, similar I can, to Cable. I can see it, but I'm saying it's because of the metal arm and the gun. Yeah, but like, come on, that's like half of Cable's thing. The facial scar. I'm just, I'm still. Yeah, they, didn't they add a facial scar? <laughs> I'll yeah. give you that, but you're not getting the sword. No, the sword is not Cable. <laughs> no, it's just overkill. It's just more weapons. Does Look he need him. a sword? No. He's super jacked. Fucking file He's your like hand. Cable. He's got a sword. He's always super jacked. <laughs> He's like if Cable and like uh, Conan the Barbarian like fused. I thought you were going to find a character that was like all metal except for an arm. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not going to try that hard. Colossus in the Age of X-Men. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then this one I didn't, I didn't really like fucking get, but whatever. Like he goes on to talk about how like Emma Frost eventually gives in to insanity of all the voices. That's just stupid. Why would she? She would yeah. just do her own thing. She's the one she's who... She's way too strong-willed. Well, and she's like the best trained psychic. Like, everybody's naturally uh, more powerful than Basically. her. Basically. And because of just, like, how good she is, she stands toe-to-toe with them. I mean, maybe this is because, you know, Bendis is working off of, like, she was with Scott. They are part of their evolution. Scott clearly dies in this version, in this incarnation, right? Uh, so what happens to, like, the person who was basically his right hand she does go insane when he does she, die which i mean bendis wouldn't have known that because that happens after the fact and she does but not to this degree yeah. she doesn't go like well, i want to say he wouldn't have known that because i mean they plan these arcs out years ahead yeah but he's off the x-men by secret war and that that happens after yeah, secret war but the marvel does every year marvel are does you like telling me they planned what they were going to do with the x-men after secret war because that's garbage like this early on? They always do. Because that is a garbage turn. What I'm saying is that Marvel meets together at like a camp thing every year and they go over their story I under- arcs for the I next I understand years. what you're saying. I'm saying... So he he would have known that they had a, a plan for the death of Cyclops. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know if he would have known that much. Otherwise, like, fucking what the fuck, Bendis? You didn't fight for something better? He didn't care. He had one foot out the door at this <laughs> I point. I know. Yeah, so he shows Beast that uh, he just becomes an animal. He loses all his humanity. And Beast becomes the thing he's been trying to run from. The Velociraptor. Yeah. (laughs) He's been running from them. Uh, And then Beast starts telling him no. He doesn't want to hear it anymore. He doesn't want to see this future. Because also, like this figure, like he's not just telling Beast these things. Beast is experiencing it. 
So like presumably like the panels you're actually reading, he's seeing and feeling those moments. And he's like, can't there be anything good, any good possibilities coming from this? And the guy's like, you want good stuff? Yeah, there's good stuff. There's a version like that moment you all want where the rest of the world just appreciates and accepts you for who you are. The, the heroes and, and the, the incredible gifted individuals uh, that you should be recognized for. Yeah, that happens. That happens in many futures. And it shows like a parade of the X-Men and Scott wearing way too many X's on his uniform because it's like he's got like all the, the all X's. the X's. All it the represents X's. all of his X's. Yeah. Uh, and it shows like it starts going into like different like with this. Uh, appreciation you guys finally have freedom to be who you want to be and do what you want to do and live your lives and adventure branch d yeah <laughs> i guess <laughs> and to explore um who knows if that will make sense after editing <laughs> <laughs> and then it starts he starts talking about like and i know what you're worried about you're worried like well what what happened to you guys without the x-men without needing to be the x-men like would it hinder your a bit like your progress and it's like not an honesty well, honestly, uh, for some of you, the X-Men, being an X-Men hinders your, uh, like your progress in life. Some of you are meant for so much more. And he shows magic uh, becoming Sorcerer's or being Sorcerer Supreme, basically. Um, and he starts talking about how uh, Emma Frost would be an agent for S.H.I.E.L.D. instead of, uh, he says, uh, instead of a white queen, she becomes a white knight. And it shows, too, like, uh, I think Rogue is there, like, on a team with Emma Frost. And you got, uh, like, a couple other mutants. I think Pixie is also a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Uh, and then Scott would become just a vigilante, I guess, which it feels like semantics. Because at a certain point, he's like, and some of you are just like who you are, right? You're, you're just going to be superheroes. But, like, wouldn't a vigilante with superpowers kind of just be a superhero? I don't see where he's just superhero. Yeah, he's fighting the mimic. Yeah. Yeah, he says a freedom fighter becomes a vigilante, and it's Cyclops, obviously, and he's, like, shooting a blast and mimics shooting a optic blast back at him. But, like, that would basically just make him street-level super... Like, if a vigilante is Daredevil, right? Yeah, street-level uh, Spider-Man. So... Which, they're kind of vigilantes already, because they're not liked, right? Yeah, kind of. So he... They're not like Avengers, they're... But then they are. Well, in this, but I'm saying normal X-Men, they're, like... Oh, I mean, like, the the rules for a vigilante in the Marvel Universe and a superhero are basically the same thing. Because all the characters that go into vigilante arc end up getting thrown in superhero teams and are oh, given, yeah, like, so they're all superheroes. And uh, it's like he go, goes on to say, like, you know, Wanda will become, like, a star and Magneto becomes, like, a power broker instead of a terrorist. Magneto becomes Vanilla Ice being held over the power. <laughs> <laughs> I don't basically. understand how Wanda, how her picture on whatever that it's, it's is. It's a TV. Yeah. It's supposed to be a TV. But like, it's not like, uh, not like her on the. It's like a, a photo ID picture. Yeah, they met like <laughs> literally like a desktop icon. Maybe she's <laughs> like, <laughs> like the way the, the way <laughs> they put it is <laughs> like she becomes a wallpaper. <laughs> she becomes thumbnails. <laughs> the way it looks is like I assume she's famous because she went missing. Yeah. <laughs> and then he shows uh, like Kurt and Beast, and like you, you guys just you're still superheroes. You you do superhero stuff still. Yeah, uh, you just, just wouldn't be the X-Men. <laughs> Cap is less racist than let you on his team in this universe. <laughs> and then he's like, <laughs> uh, and Beast is like, well, you, so you just 
given me negative things and you've given me positive things. So I refuse to believe that anything I've done is actually wrong. And he's like, yeah, all that good stuff I just said doesn't happen because of you. Take that. <laughs> I showed you what could have been. You fucked it up. <laughs> it's just so, and then Beast is just like, that's not true. Like, all I want is for everyone I care about to have happy lives and to love and stuff and like, and be loved. And uh, the guy, uh, the figure's like, yeah, you, you broke all that. It's not happening. And Beast is like, well, can you help me? And the figure emerges from the shadows and his head grows ten times its original size. <laughs> I assumed that he was keeping his head small. <laughs> and then when he was like, all right, I'm about to say who I am. And he's like, <laughs> big reveal, big reveal. Yeah, I wonder if he's what kind of powers does he have to do this? I don't know. They're really vague with his powers. And then they kill him off. It's this like, is right before he gets killed. Yeah. I, I think it's that like... Uh, 70% of his head has that nightcrawler power. <laughs> you're, you're invisible in, in shadows. But it's funny because it's the first image you get, lightning strikes and there isn't shadows around his face. Because yeah. he has a normal collar too. It looks like a trench yeah, coat. Yeah, he's wearing a now, coat. All of a sudden he's got his super big watcher <laughs> yeah, collar going yeah. on. Which also makes me think that when his head got bigger, he also popped his collar like a douchebag <laughs> in fucking middle school. By the way, this it's a Watu, the watcher. Yeah, <laughs> We didn't outright say it, but it's because Beast is like, to. help me. And he's like, I can't help you. I only watch. <laughs> he does. And he's like, and by the way, you disgust me. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. So I, I'm the watcher. I do not act. And you disgust me, Hank McCoy. <laughs> I just want like, to tell yes. you how much I... He's like, I'm breaking rules even now, but that's how much I wanted to tell you how much I hate you. Yeah. It was a great moment. Uh, Beast is like, oh, <laughs> I, I can still fix this. I just need... And he leans back on the bed. You know what he does after that. Yeah. <laughs> he gets back to his business. <laughs> He's like, oh, he's finally gone. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Gotta get out my happy fluid. Uh, and then there's there's some shorts in here, too, that are kind of funny. The Scott and Logan one I really liked. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's old man Scott, and there's Logan, and he's like, he passed SpaghettiOs. Because <laughs> <laughs> of a pair yeah. of SpaghettiOs to buy Scott, at, they're at a, a dining room table. Yeah, it's called BFFs forever. <laughs> And, and Scott just doesn't at all acknowledge him. So Wolverine gets up, takes his bowl over, puts it, and he puts the SpaghettiOs in his bowl and then walks back. And there's just like a, a Like, it's so great because it's like Scott has insane dementia at this point. And he's just like, Gene? <laughs> and the way like the artist so drew him looks so hilarious. It's so there's this, well, that's such a long table, too. Yeah, it's like the X table. It's, super it's like they're the last two X Men alive. <laughs> also, why is Wolverine's eye gone? Uh, like, shit happens. Heal? Uh, yeah, and then another one. Uh, it's just Kitty and Colossus throughout the years. Yeah, it's accurate until it's not. Basically, it's like uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like they're both into each other. It's like, wait, how old are you? <laughs> not old enough. And then it's like, we're into each other. How old are you? Old enough. Great. And then it's like all the pitfalls in their relationship. <laughs> yeah. And then he literally them. says, like, how old are you? She's like 18. And he's like, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's great. It's how it, it just basically shows they're never meant to be together, even though they are and, and the I, last four like, days yeah, of their life. Four. I love the, the picture of her in the bullet 
flying yeah. through. And she's like, this sucks. <laughs> like, that is still, that is the dumbest reveal since. <laughs> it's not a missile. Yeah. It's a bullet. That's the dumbest reveal. The only thing that tops that is the that's not a dome, it's a speaker. <laughs> it's a hollow point bullet. <laughs> Logan says to him, like, sorry, Kitty is stuck in a giant bullet flying through space. I I like too that it's like he's just happy every time, but then like when she's like, uh, I'm pregnant, and he's like, That's for done, yeah. <laughs> he just leaves. Yeah, oh. She says she doesn't know whose it is. But it was funny because she's like, are you kidding? He's like, Who, whose is it? He's like, are you kidding me right now? I have no idea. <laughs> so maybe Kurt might be Cable. It's been a weird year. And then there's a weird, like, domestic Gene and Logan. Yeah. Like, relationship one. And it's just like, I read your mind. I know you're lying to me. Go get the food I asked for. And he's like, well, I'm all caught up by ninjas. Yeah, and he's high as hell because he's putting in eye drops. <laughs> is he? Yeah. Smoking. That's why he forgot. Yeah, <laughs> That's why he forgot the hot pockets. Also, who goes out for hot pockets? I feel like it's a thing that, like, you know, Gene's not you have to buy a hot pockets at some point. No, no, I'm saying I feel like it's a thing. Like, you're already at the store, and then you see them, and then you're you like for some reason convince yourself, yeah, it'll be okay. But like, who's like, you know what I want right now? It's fucking hot pockets, and then you go to the store for the hot pockets. We know. Yeah, I, I see what you're Gene's not cooking. You know that. <laughs> yeah, she can't see some food. <laughs> and they're going to put the Hot Pockets in the oven. <laughs> Not the microwave. Classy. You know? <laughs> Logan tries to put garlic on there. <laughs> He's like, no. I like to, he opened the door with his claws. Did he? Yeah. You. There's the. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. You see the, the, the snake. And she's and just like sitting around out. in her uh, in her costume. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "What? Why the fuck are you wearing that? Like, all my other clothes were dirty." That's probably the best part of it too. Is him leaving and just like, "Why are you dressed like that?" It's like clear, like she's not doing shit. She's yeah. sitting on the couch in, in her laptop, demanding hot pockets, and Wolverine's staring in the mirror at his claws, like trying to, you know, do, he's like posing in the mirror. But I also think it's funny because you got the last panel where Beast or Watu tells Beast, "Like you disgust me," and then in this ad, it's like, "Who killed the Watcher?" <laughs> that is so great that's all good. yeah because he dies like right after this because yeah. original sin is like coming up for us to cover uh on our next uncanny episode that we do there is a page though that i just it's it's weird the giant size x-men cover page with all the like the amalgam drawings of characters I don't, I don't like even the caps on the giant size X-Men. I don't even sort of know how to process that entire picture. Yeah, it's uh It's so all over the weird. place. Yeah, cap with uh the soul sword. And then Dazzler's there for some reason. Yeah. And She's I can't is best. that supposed to be like Cyclops decided to become Emma Frost and dye his hair? Like I don't understand what's going on there. It's like Emma Frost and Cyclops fused. Everyone's just mixed, yeah. That Cyclops and Emma, you got Gene and Logan, Colossus and Storm. Iron Man and Captain Britain and Psylocke. Well, I guess that is Captain yeah. Britain, no. Scarlet oh, Witch they, and Hawkeye. They knew the future. They called it. Uh, you got Magneto and Rogue, Captain America and Magic, and it looks like Dazzler and Longshot. So I think it's kids. Yeah. Dazzler's kind of just uh, a better Jubilee, huh? <laughs> You're good. A lot better. What I heard is feeling. <laughs> It's crazy how Jubilee gets more time on the X-Men than... Yeah, we'll wait till she gets a solo series. 
Well, that was this bonus issue of uh, Max Men before we start getting into a fight. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so remember to check out all our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Everything is at Max Men Podcast. Yeah, buy our stuff. We sell it. You, you buy it, please. Yeah. It's on T Public. There's all sorts of stuff on there. You find a reason to spend money on it. What he's saying is, and we'll appreciate it, is we have merch if you would like to buy merch. Yeah. yeah. And if you buy enough stickers, you can make anything Mexman. If you buy 200 stickers, Justin will strip for you. If you buy enough stickers, you can spell Mexman with Mexman stickers. Yeah. Put on your car. <laughs> <laughs> like, like some weird like Dukes of Hazard Confederate flag <laughs> they have on the car, but it's just our stickers that spell oh! our name. Okay, spell <laughs> not the Confederate yeah. flag. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> we release our only two listeners. Because <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yeah. her Confederate flag, they just turn it off. Didn't even hear the reconciliation. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, uh, they're gonna miss the. That's for today. 